Welcome to the Courageous Actor Podcast. My name is Sean Cullen Carroll, and I'm an actor and entrepreneur, and I created this podcast to be a place for actors like us to get some encouragement on those days when we feel like quitting. This is a tough business, it is a tough career, but it is so worth it. And on that road, we are going to face fear and insecurity and all kinds of things that are going to try to stand in our way. And so hopefully this podcast is a place for all of us to get some inspiration and encouragement. So let's get started with today's episode. Hi, my friend. Welcome to another episode of the Courageous Actor Podcast. This is Sean Cullen Carroll, your host. I'm so glad that you're here, and I'm so grateful to you for investing the time to listen to this podcast, and I hope it brings you value today. So here we are, November, second week of November 2020. What a year it's been. It has been a roller coaster. It has been a challenge. I know you've had many challenges. I know you've likely had shows canceled, classes canceled, and you may have moved. You may be reevaluating your entire career path. Maybe you are looking for other work to buy you some time so that you can keep the bills paid until theater starts to get cranking again. Whatever your situation is, I just want you to know that I'm proud of you and I know how hard this is. And we've this is the perfect example of what being a courageous actor looks like. Because this is not easy. And it takes serious courage to have to step into a, a new city, a new home, um, a new job, a new career right now. And I know many of you are doing that. And this year, I had myself, I had five professional acting contracts canceled. And I've used this time to lean back into my other businesses. I'm very blessed that over the years, I've built a lot of businesses as an entrepreneur. And so I've it's given me some time to invest in those areas. And so, and I'm, I'm grateful for that because I probably wouldn't have put that extra energy in, in some of those areas if it wasn't for the pandemic. However, what I want to talk about today is something that I noticed really heavily over the last month or so. And that is this idea of needing to create art just because many of you identify as actors, artists, and just because there's a pandemic, just because the industry that we work in is 90% non-existent right now, there is some good theater happening. There's some great virtual stuff happening. I know there's some pro shots being done of some live theater, socially distanced theater that's being put online. And I know there has been some attempt um, for some equity theaters to do some safe, socially distanced performances. So I know there is some good theater happening. But let's face it, most of the industry is still on pause right now. We're still in intermission. And because of that, and because we need to keep the bills paid, I, you know, speaking for myself, I've put a lot of time and energy into um, my consulting practices, my real estate practice, uh, and it's been great. Like I've, I've really, it's, it's, it's been beneficial and I've enjoyed it. But I allowed myself to go several months without singing, without writing without creating, without doing the TikTok videos that I enjoy doing, because I was very much consumed with business. And what I realized for me is that this stems a lot from what I went through during the 2008-2009 great financial crisis. And depending upon your age, you may not have been in the workforce at that time. Maybe you were in school. 
maybe you were, um, you know, high school, college, maybe even a little younger. I was an entrepreneur. I was in the real estate industry as a salesperson in 2008 when the recession that was largely triggered by real estate completely just crippled the economy. And we lost everything. I went into bankruptcy. It was horrible. I, I don't wish that on anyone. And because of that, those scars have stuck with me. And in many ways, it's a good thing because it's made me more prudent financially. It's taught me a lot about how to run businesses during a tough time. But the downside is that I don't think I ever really processed that grief fully of that period because I just got thrust into survival mode. I was in immediately thrust into financial survival. And I'm not sure that I ever really broke out of that mindset fully, even though I'm in a much different place financially than I was 12 years ago. What I'm finding is that when this pandemic hit, it reminded me so much of 2008 and 2009 that I was like, oh man, I got to get my stuff together here. I, I got to earn, I got to sell, I got to go create. And I, I was spending so much time with my head down, just making sure that we were going to be okay. And in my case, I'm very grateful we are going to be okay. And we were always going to be okay. And so I was, but my brain didn't, didn't view it that way. I was staying in that almost crisis mode, this, this perpetual, constant fight or flight response mode. And my body started revolting. I, I got the shingles. Um, I got sick several times, not with COVID-19, but just with other mysterious illnesses. I started to develop these crazy body twitches that would come and go. And I was paranoid. And I realized that this is entirely stress-induced. And when I looked at, well, why am I so stressed out? It's understandable. It's 2020. There's some crazy shit going on, <laughs> you know? And it's it's normal to, to be reactive to that. We're human beings. We're going to be feeling that constantly. And in my case, I was also not allowing myself to do the things that that typically help me relieve stress or keep my stress level lower, such as singing, going to, to acting class, going to dance class, going to my fitness studio. All of these things came to a grinding halt. And Jen Waldman, who's one of my acting mentors, created this incredible online studio. And I participated in that for several months. And that was great, but it just wasn't the same. I, I wasn't... It wasn't anything that she was doing. It was all on me. I was not putting the same amount of time, effort, and energy into it as I was before the pandemic. And I suspect that many of you weren't either. And that's okay. But what's not okay for me is I, I went a solid two or three months without singing anything, without reading any plays, without doing any dancing, without really doing anything aside from working. And when I tell you I had my face buried in my financial spreadsheet for hours at a time, it's true. I was obsessed so obsessed with just making sure that the finances were in good shape. And l listen, finances are important. Money is important. We have to make sure the money is handled, but it was creating so much stress for me and everything else that was going on in the world and all of the stuff on social media, which is why I took a social media break. It was just getting to me. And then I realized, holy cow, I'm not creating any art. I'm not doing anything. And so I decided a few days ago, let me just sing something. Let me just sing a song and let me put it on tape. Why not? And let me upload it to TikTok. Why not? And my mood changed instantly. And so I started to do some research online about just what singing does for your nervous system. And it's remarkable. The positive effects that singing, whether you're a professional singer or not, 
what, what the effects, the positive effects that has on your body. My stress started to decline. I took a break from coffee. Yes, I know. Coffee. Took a break. I was drinking way too much coffee. The body twitches slowed down to almost nothing. My body went from being constantly stressed to being a little more chilled out. I've been sleeping more deeply. And when I have a busy day of consulting or when I'm really working hard on the real estate stuff that I do, I am really trying every day to take at least 30 minutes and do something artistic. And so I'm wondering what you're doing. And if you're finding the same challenge that I am, that it's just as much as you love to sing or perform or read plays or dance or whatever your outlet is, that you're not just, you're just not doing as much of it. And I wonder if you're in the same boat as me of just, you know, being so hyper-focused on, you know, rightfully so on getting the basics of life handled, housing, food, money, relationships during this uncertain time. And because we're not in that audition grind, we're not going to class all the time. We're just not, we're just not performing as much, which is okay. But I decided like, I can't, I can't let months go by without singing or or doing some type of monologue or something. I have to, I have to create. And here's the other big takeaway for me. Before the pandemic, almost everything I was doing artistically was with an end goal in mind. I was creating a self-tape for an audition for a role. I was going to a callback at Pearl Studios on 8th Avenue for a role. I was going to a rehearsal. So everything I was doing was, you know, with an end in mind for a production, for a role, for a casting director, for a networking purpose. If I was putting something up online, it was for my website. It was, you know, I was really making sure that all the production quality was just right. And that's great, but that's not the reality that I'm in right now. (laughs) And so I want to encourage you to just make stuff with no goal in mind, no end result in mind, no, don't worry about what the production quality looks like. If you get joy from sharing your work online, share your work online. And I've heard some people you know, talk to me about, well, I don't want to put stuff up there that's not fully realized work. And I understand that. I think there's a time and a place for the fully realized professional quality work that you're going to put on your website, that you're going to use for submissions, that you're going to use to represent the best of your work. But then I also think there's some joy to be had and shared by just singing a song that you love or doing a monologue that you love and posting it online just because, even if it's a role you'd never play. I just recorded uh, Being Alive from Company and put it on TikTok yesterday. I'm not going to play Bobby. I'm 45 years old almost. Bobby turns 35 in the musical. I think that role I've aged out of it. But I love the song. Love the song. So I sang the song and I recorded it and I uploaded it. Was it great? No, probably not. But I felt awesome after doing it. And that was a lesson for me. Like, wow, what else would I just love to do right now that I have a little bit of space to do that I wouldn't normally do because I'm in the acting world, I'm usually focused on booking auditions and doing stuff that's quote unquote appropriate for me, for booking. I don't know. This is different for each of us. I know each of your situations is different. You may be thinking, Sean, there's no way... I even have the space for that right now. I have to 
I just took on this brand new job. I'm working 40 to 50 hours a week just to get the bills paid. I understand. So maybe it's five minutes. Maybe you just do a quick dance routine in your living room for five minutes in the morning. Something that brings you joy just because. We need it so bad. I need it so bad. And if I don't give myself that gift, my stress levels rise and I get into this chronic place of stress and worry that's just, it's taking years off my life, frankly. I'm probably a lot older than you or at least a little older than you uh, approaching 45 next month. My body responds differently to stress now than it did when I was 25. I can tell you that without a doubt. I feel great. I feel really great at, at this age. At 45, I don't think, I don't feel 45. I don't know what 45 is supposed to feel like. But I know I feel better when I'm singing and when I'm performing and when I'm, when I'm keeping my stress levels lower because I have an outlet for just the emotions that are building up inside me that I don't release. Performing is one way that I process and, and, and share emotion. And sometimes I channel it through a character and sometimes I just channel it through, you know, what I'm writing or, or singing or dancing. And I invite you to do the same thing. Five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you can do. I think it's going to make a big difference for you. If you're already doing it, great. Where can you add a little bit more? Where, what's one thing maybe that you have been thinking, wow, I, I really should get back to that and you haven't done it. I can tell you the next thing I'm going to add is my workouts. So I've been running outside, but before the pandemic, I was going three to four times a week to this gym that I love, taking this class that I love really challenging and was really a great place for me to challenge my body and keep me mentally strong. And that went away. And I thought, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll just go back to running outside. And so I run three to four times a week outside and it's awesome, but I miss those workouts. I really do. So I'm, the next thing I want to try to figure out is how can I add some more challenging workouts to my life in a safe way? Because that gym that I go to is still closed. So again, it's just one increment at a time because Pandemic life is going to be with us for a little bit longer. Who knows how much longer we're about to enter the winter. I have a feeling it's going to be tough. Stuff's going to stay closed. So we need to take care of our mental health, whatever that means for you. All right, my friend, thanks for being here. You are courageous. You are powerful. We will get through this. Take time for you. If you find yourself getting into that chronic stress mode, Think about what can you do as an outlet that maybe you've been neglecting. And just understand, even if you do that, some days it's, it's still going to be tough. It's okay to feel sad, depressed, overwhelmed. It's okay. Be nice to yourself. Do good things for yourself. I really appreciate you being here. Thanks again for investing the time. And I'm going to start getting some guests back on here soon, which I'm real excited about. And... My goal is to get this thing to 100 episodes before I decide if I'm going to keep doing it or not. But so far, people are still listening. So you're still here. I appreciate that. Share this with a friend. Post it on your Instagram stories if it brought you value. Thanks so much. Until next time, this is Sean Cullen Carroll on the Courageous Actor Podcast. Be well. Mm-hmm.